Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. A record and by a lot for the number of absentee ballot applications. I expecting to pass the one million mark this week. Uh, and obviously that's in large measure because of your push for absentee voting. Uh, how effective have we been so far? I know there have been a couple of glitches along the way in getting the applications processed. I think we've been really effective. The applications, by and large, are out there. There may be people uh, that weren't on the 6.9 million list that, uh, you know, are not an active voter, decide they want to vote. So they can request that at the Secretary of State's web page or the county. But uh, the applications are out there, and now people are filling them out and sending them in. So the number will go past a million, and we just don't know how much farther past a million it's going to go. But obviously, people just don't feel comfortable coming out and voting in person right now with COVID-19. So I think it's been a great program, very well received by voters of all ages, all groups. Uh, So we're really pleased with that. All right. How comfortable should the rest of us feel about the integrity of absentee voting? A lot of people raising concerns about that to the point where you, Secretary Raffensperger, have appointed a task force to look into this. You got a, a, a couple of folks from nearby, one from Jackson County, another from Hall County on that task force. Uh, how concerned should we be? How concerned are you? Well, I always want to make sure that we can protect the integrity of the vote. We all have that right for secure, safe and reliable vote. It needs to be accurate. We need to make sure that everyone that wants to vote gets to vote. That's an American citizen who lives in the state of Georgia over the age of 18. And uh, we want to make sure that there's a pulse running through their veins. So that's really important that we do that. And so if there's anyone that's thinking of playing games with our elections, we just need to you know, maybe put out a little bit of notice that we have been watching and we want people to report back. But also, if you get multiple applications that you're house for people that don't live there anymore. We need to know about that, too, so we can clean up the voter rolls. So this is a great opportunity for us to really you know, streamline what we're doing with elections to make sure that they're robust, but also fair and accurate. Uh, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, this task force, what specifically are they going to be looking at and into? Well, several different areas. One is as our investigators are going through and doing investigation, uh, we can really uh, ask you know, these prosecuting attorneys, these uh, district attorneys or U.S. attorneys, what would, you know, what are you looking for? Or they can give us guidance. This is what we're going to be looking for. Then also, uh, some of them will probably be speaking into it. Well, as we're looking at this, one thing that we could do to improve the process is some legislative action here to further improve the laws to make sure that we have good guardrails. So I think it's it's great that it's like an oversight committee, but also you're getting, you know, some of the greatest, you know, legal minds in Georgia to kind of speak wisdom into the process to make sure that you know everyone feels comfortable with the absentee ballot process. Uh, you mentioned new legislation, uh, problematic because the legislature is not in session at the moment. We expect to be called back at some point. Don't know how much they're going to have in terms of time to grapple with new legislation, but if not in this session, then in one moving forward, what might you be looking for? Well, I think that's a good question. Whenever you're looking at legislation, we want to make sure it's not knee-jerk, that it's really thoughtful, really vetted well. 
And so we don't want to rush into anything. But if you look at it, uh, we've had no excuse absentee voting uh, without photo ID since 2005. That was signed into law by former uh, Governor Sonny Perdue. And so, you know, that was great uh, then. But as the population perhaps, you know, accepts and does absentee voting, should we have you know, some type of identification stronger, uh, you know, photo, photo ID for all three forms of voting, absentee, the th- uh, three weeks of early voting, and then the day of elections. So what would be the way of handling that to not in, in, in increase barriers, but also to make sure that the people that say they are, they really are the people that are voting. We just want fair, accurate elections. I think everyone should want that on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, it, it occurs to me, and we're talking with Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger here, it occurs to me we don't know what we don't know. Uh, in terms of voter fraud, for example, we don't know that it's happening until we find out if we find out. You don't know that I haven't been stealing from you until you start missing money, and, and then you don't know. You have to track me down and figure out how I'm doing it and prosecute me and all the rest of it. We don't know what we don't know uh, in terms of people who may have been cheating on elections over the years. How, how do you handle that? Well, that's a good point. It's one of those things that are difficult to prove. We had over 150 cases that came before the state election board this past year on various forms of uh, election errors and uh, sometimes election fraud. Uh, Some of it was very egregious. One person from North Carolina voted in North Carolina and then also voted in Georgia. And so North Carolina prosecuted him, and then we prosecuted him. Uh, So he, uh, he won't be doing that again. We also had a lady down in Baldwin County, uh, which was going to a senior home and registering people that were uh, either didn't have the physical or the mental capability to cast a vote or either had passed away. And so things like that actually had uh, been happening. And so that was sent down to the local prosecuting attorney there for further action. But it is difficult to, to prove some of this. But also going back to uh, if you are a voter in Georgia, and you've lived in your house, say, for five or six years, but you get two other applications for people that you bought the house from or they hadn't been there for 20 years. Those are the type of things that we need to know about because the activists have fought us tooth and nail to, uh, to update the voter rolls, and we need to make sure the voter rolls are ac- accurate. The more the voter rolls are accurate, the less opportunities there are for any type of malfeasance and games that can be played. All right, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Tim. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.